All right. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the seventh episode of the No Promises podcast, hosted by Mike and Nick. And as per usual, we shall start it off with Nick's thing of the day. So please, Nick, what is the thing of the day? Dude, hell yeah. And, you know, shout out. What's up, everybody listening? Um, <laughs> yo, my thing of the day is uh, the love-hate relationship with exams. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's more of a hate relationship when you know, you're studying for them, you're doing them. But, dude, that feeling after not just finishing, like, one exam, but when you finish, like, your last one. Yeah. Oh, my God. You feel At, like you uh... fly. At the time of the release of this episode, I will be done with my exams, thankfully. But as of right now, I'm not. <laughs> I will almost be done. I'll be halfway. No okay, that's not that's bad. Okay. That's not bad. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, especially that's the nice thing with uh, ex- the nicest thing about exams. Once you're done, it's like you're done for a little while. You have a break. Yeah. When and it's like final exam season. It's dude. I don't know. I can't. Ex- I can't describe it. Like people, yo, if you think sex is good, <laughs> well, it's like a, finish your fifth exam and holy moly, it's a release. No, it all is. Your, all your all your stress is gone. The monkey off your back. The monkey off your back. <laughs> yeah, no, like all the weight off your shoulders. The uh, God, why am I not thinking the word right now? What is that word? There's like a word weight? for relief. No, oh. no, no, like a. Like a specific word that like is that feeling, and I'm like totally fucking like. Thank you. Maybe that might be it. I think there's another word, but either way, it's it's a very it's a very euphoric feeling. And And you go ahead. I don't know. I feel like as much as exams suck, that's kind of like a feeling to look forward to. Totally, totally. I just think, but it's like kind of nice in a weird way. <laughs> I feel like an exam season, I learn more than any other time of the year because I'm just cramming. Dude, 100%. Like the amount of times they're kind of just doze off in class and then I'm studying for the exam. It's like, wait a minute, yo, this is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. It's it's very silly. It's just stupid. I think it's just because like the way school is taught hasn't changed for hundreds of years. And I think it does need, like, something changed to it. Obviously, the change that's not needed is to be put online, but obviously we need to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? I feel like some... Actually, I've been talk- I talked to my... Or I talked to my mom about this. You mm-hmm. know, some classes, I feel like, with the format, actually work better. Say, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, classes with... I mean, this is more of a university thing, I guess, but classes yeah, totally. with like 200 plus people like the lectures where there's not really a lot of engagement but it's just the teacher basically like going through like a powerpoint yeah i think some things work a lot better like that especially when a teacher is very non-interactive yeah but like i don't know i've had plenty of like 90 to 200 people lectures where the teacher is a little bit more interactive and i think this has kind of hurt it being online yeah but, but also the the recording part of it too. It's hurt the classroom. No, hundred oh, percent. Recording is yeah, is nice. The recordings are nice because I use those. Yeah, it's a great way to study to be able to actually go back and hear exactly what they said. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, the classroom has really been injured by it. I would say like it's like a whole. Uh, I don't know. It's like you broke the classroom's legs. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, the social dynamic. Walk. Yeah, it's well, it's hard because, like, I don't know, one of my classes was basically based on class discussion. Yeah. And it's like that's so hard to grade when it's like this. No, I agree with that. I'm just, I mean, from my perspective, it's not all bad. You know what I mean? There's like <clears> a couple <throat> good or a couple of like parts to take away from it, like totally. the recording, for example. But actually, you it, know what? That's about it. It makes cheating a lot easier now. <laughs> Um, we don't cheat over here. Yeah, no, I don't cheat. I definitely don't cheat. I'm a good Christian boy, obviously. I'm not Christian. Um, <laughs> um, so considering uh, our exams will almost be over and then it'll be the beginning of our winter break, 
I was thinking we should talk about the holidays and just, you know, kind of go from there. See what, like, maybe like some treasured memories, some good stories. I feel that. You know, the first thing when you when you brought up the topic like holiday stories, mm-hmm. have you seen those? Have you seen those TikToks where it's uh, it's like rare aesthetics and then it shows you like four photos? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's immediately so. what I thought of. It's like elementary school, like approaching the holidays. You know, you have you and your friends are chilling in class, and then yeah. instead of math, you have like the the concert practice, and you're like, hell yeah! Oh, fuck yeah! I was like kind of forgetting that shit. Oh my god. Man, that, like, just gave me a flood of memories right there. That's so weird. I haven't thought about singing for school in a long time. That's so weird. Just things like that. And then, you know, you have the big performance and it's a big deal. You know, like, the whole family comes out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's such... Yeah, like, that was those were fun, honestly. Just what did, what did we sing with Mr. Fulton's class? Wasn't it, like, a combo of two songs? I have absolutely no idea. I'm Any trying to, like, remember. I have no idea. It was like, there was something like a line where it was like dressed to the nines and we were like, I don't know, we danced around. We were all like dressed up kind of fancy-ish Christmas style though, I think. I don't know. I just remember it being kind of fun. God, what the hell was it called? Eh, whatever. Um, I just remember that shit. That shit was funny. Dude, but like, yeah, you know, just things like that. I wonder if you have like recording. I wonder if any of our parents have like recordings of those. <laughs> and they might. I don't know if I want to see them. I, I don't know. I'd be curious. Well, we probably like look so different, so it doesn't even like matter. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I, I was I was I wasn't even six feet tall then. <laughs> God, jeez. Yeah, like, things like that. I mean, when you talk about like holiday or uh, holiday stories or like yeah. aesthetics, I mean that's probably the first thing I think of. Totally. I like that. The whole like Christmas sweater stuff. I don't know. I always think it's funny. Like me and uh, I guess this isn't like directly holiday related, but it was like winter break. So we kind of got a little bit Christmassy with each other. Uh, like me, Hugh, Adida and Malcolm had like, because uh, obviously like we have school basically year round and then it's like the winter break. It's a good time that we can all hang out. So we played D&D for like eight hours. <laughs> Damn. And I remember showing up, I was wearing my like super Christmassy sweater. Hugh had a Santa hat on. Um, I think like Malcolm or Adida brought like those sugar cookies for, for like Christmas style, like with the trees and stuff. Oh, okay. And uh, I can't remember what we were drinking. We might've had, I can't remember if we were having cocoa that day. I don't know. With some marshmallows? Maybe, maybe. I think we might've just had, we might've had hot chocolate at the very least. Hey, I wish, I wish. I know. It's kind of fun. I always liked, we did like at one time too, where we had mulled wine, which is like, you put like cinnamon and like a bit of orange juice and a bit of uh, apple juice inside of like wine and like you like warm it up in a slow cooker with like cinnamon sticks and chives. It's delicious. Damn. It's very, it's very Christmassy, that drink. Uh, yo, have, have you and your family ever done the whole... Uh... I won't say ugly sweater, but you know, you have all like the Christmas PJs and you take like the, the group. <laughs> no, photo. not my family. <laughs> no, that's not a, it's not a my family thing. I don't know. I have like a Santa sweater because we had like that ugly Christmas sweater day at high school for grade 12. I like bought a cheap one and like, and like wore it all day. And then I think, uh, I think like uh, Louise or something was like, "Damn, Michael, you look on slim thick," and I was like, "All right." Oh yeah, <laughs> it was funny because it was totally a snug sweater. Um, I just yeah, I don't know. Holiday is funny. I think of like last winter season when we had it. Like I had a bunch of people over too. Like you were there, and we had like Malcolm and like Julia and his girlfriend Louisa and uh, Callum and Glenn eventually came. And I still have that video of uh, Julia asking you, like, so, like, what's 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 too tall? And then you're like, and then you're like, anything above five six? And then, and then Julia like looks at me and he's like, you got that on camera? And I was like, yeah. And you're like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like moment of freak out. It was so funny. Hey man, but no, I mean my heights, my my preferred heights have changed. I mean I don't really care too much about it. It's just funny to talk about. Oh totally, I think it is funny. Speaking of height, how about the movie Elf as a go-to Christmas classic? Elf. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. It's funny 
for sure. I like me some Will Ferrell. Yo, the reason I brought it up though, it's like that's one of the like if you search up classic Christmas movies, I feel like that's on the list. Yeah, probably, probably. I don't even like I haven't seen it in a long time. I know, I, like I remember it being funny. What are your go-to Christmas movies? <laughs> Men are weird. Um, my go-to's are like Die Hard and Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Isn't Die Hard like a fucking action movie? Yeah, it's a, it takes place on Christmas. Oh, it <laughs> it's a Christmas. Oh, no, movie. I see it. Oh man, it's a classic. It Wait, is a, Die Hard is that with yeah, Mark Bruce Wahlberg and The Rock? No, no. what? My bad. Oh. No. <laughs> I don't know movies, man. It's no Die Hard's from like the 1980s. It has Bruce Willis. Which Hold on, I, even, I can't be missing something. One second. I don't even I don't know who you think I don't even know who you would think. Uh, but like you know, like Snape from Harry Potter. That actor is in it. He plays the bad guy. Alan Rickman plays Hans Gruber. It was I have no like, idea who that is. You didn't wait. Did you watch Harry Potter? Oh yeah, the guy that played Snape. He was the bad guy. Okay, off the top of my head, like I can't remember. It. I don't even know who Snape is. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's like it's essentially it's a great action movie because it takes place on Christmas. It's funny. It's very <laughs> like it's the right amount of violence. Um. <laughs> You know, there's like he's climbing through a vent. I can't believe you haven't seen it because it's so fun. Okay, wait. Going back to the Die Hard, I think I was thinking about Pain and Gain, but you know we're gonna. Oh yeah, very different, very different movie. We'll move past that. Die Hard sounds like anyway, whatever. Die Hard's Die Hard's a great time. I might have to check it out. You should. He's like climbing through a vent at one point, and he's like, "We're just supposed to get together, have a good time, have a few laughs." As there's like, he's at because he's at a Christmas party. I can't believe I have to explain Die Hard. This is so weird. <laughs> but Yo, he's, he's at yeah. a Christmas party for his wife's company. He's a cop. And he's out of town. Like, they've had, like, a bit of a separation. And he wants to see his kids more because it's the holidays. And he's, like, trying to make things work. Um, but he's, in, he's there. And she works at this place called, like, Nakatomi Plaza, which is this big, like, huge skyscraper in L.A. And... It gets attacked by this group of people led by Hans Gruber and like this group of people, like it's a bunch of like Germans or something. And it's like, they play it off like it's a terrorist attack, but it's actually just a robbery. And I mean, essentially just ends with like, it's, it's, it's a classic action movie. Like there's tons of stuff that are inspired by it these days and that take inspiration from it, you know, like just in general. And, like, back then, Bruce Willis really, like, actually did act in movies. And, like, how nowadays he just kind of, like, shows up. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really fun movie. But then another one, Nightmare Before Christmas, is actually a little bit more fitting. Because it is a Christmas movie more so focused. Because it's, it's, like, it's Tim Burton style, but it's, like, claymation. But it's, like, very, like, it's a bunch of Halloween characters. And one of them ends up in, like, Christmas Town. Okay like meet santa claus and then he's like and like he ends up in the snow and there's like a whole song where he's like what's this what's this <laughs> there's something in the air <laughs> and he's, it's that one's a really good movie with really good music i don't know how i feel about the characters though they look kind of nightmare before christmas scary i mean yeah i guess the name's fitting but yo when i think of like christmas movies or christmas movies or shows like my mind automatically goes to like the Grinch, or oh yeah, of course, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a Wonderful Life is of course like the the classic. Or uh, Rudolph. I, I don't think it's a movie. I think it's a TV show though. No, no, Rudolph was a movie. That was the one. The what the like the claymation style, like the weird, like with the big abominable snowman and like the elf that wants to be a dentist. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was the one. That was a, that was a movie. Okay. I was like, yeah. And that actually, the way that you said that, like about the show, I was like, that makes you think like Christmas episodes of stuff would be kind of interesting too. Yeah, but I go go ahead. No, I was just thinking like those are the kind of those are the ones that are on TV during the holidays. That's why I thought of them. That's true. I mean, yeah, it's Wonderful Life is always on stuff. Like it's on Crave right now, um, or like HBO Max if you're in the states. But um, like that movie, I remember. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, my dad watches it whenever it's on TV. <laughs> Because it's just like one of those old ones that's always been around. It's a go-to. Yeah. I like how somebody on Twitter was like, 
man, I didn't remember that this movie was definitely about this guy wanting to kill himself. But I was like, that's like the whole point of the movie. How would you not remember that? Yo, speaking about the holidays, this is kind of on topic, but kind of not. Okay. Bro, what are your, not favorite, not favorite Christmas songs, but say like, uh, artists made like a Christmas album. Like what? Oh God. What artists do you mess with? I mean, like holiday music. Um, I would go more like old school. I don't really like a lot of the new Christmas stuff. Okay. I don't know. I always like. I'm more of a fan of like Nat King Cole when he's like when he sings like you know chestnuts roasting on an open fire like that song. You know that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? If I heard it, I'd probably recognize it, but like. Those lines, maybe not. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Like, that one's an older one that I always liked. Um, I don't know. I just feel like for some reason that vibe always really fit Christmas. Also, like, we had, like, this old Hawaiian Christmas record at my grandfather's place that we would play pretty often. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't have, like, specific artists with Christmas songs. We just played a lot of, like, old stuff around Christmas. So that's more what I think about when I think about the season such as that. I feel you. I mean, I mean, here, yo, we can't go wrong with Mistletoe by JB. <laughs> Automatic bop. I don't think I've ever heard it. What? Like, I don't listen to Justin Bieber. Bro, that was, I, that had to be on the radio all the time in like 2015, 2014. I was probably not listening to the radio much in 2014 or 15. <laughs> Dude, that song is a classic. Or one that I've listened to, not listened to more recently, but one that's came out. Like in the past, like maybe like two or three years. Sure. Chance the rapper made like a holiday album with I think his name's Jeremiah. I might be missing his name. Dude, it's super low key. Like people wouldn't really know about it. It's not on a Spotify or anything. It's on oh. like a SoundCloud. Okay. But dude, okay. it's nice. That's it's interesting. Like, I guess it really it, it's like a cozy vibe. Like there's there's a song called uh Snowed In. Oh yeah. And bro, like if you have a girl that like, you just literally like it just makes you want like cuddle and be all nice and warm. Oh, yeah, by, by Chance the Rapper and Jeremiah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how do you say it. I think it's Jeremiah, but the song Snowed In, honestly, all this, most of the songs on there are pretty good. That's cool. The it's called Merry, Merry Christmas, Little Mama. That's cute. <laughs> Hell, yeah. But, no, that, that's what I'd recommend for anybody. And it's on Spotify. On, not on Spotify. It's on uh, SoundCloud, too, if you guys don't have Spotify or Apple Music. Yeah, so it was not great. on Spotify or Apple Music, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it's really not. Oh, I don't know if somebody's. No, okay. Nobody's uploaded it. Somebody just named their playlist that. <laughs> but... Used the photo. What a liar. I was just lied. <laughs> I was just lied to on the internet. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but then, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we talked about this last, last podcast, but, you know, Michael Bublé cannot go oh, wrong. Yeah. Michael Bublé just has like a really good voice because he has like kind of that almost old school voice. Yeah. Like it's it's good. He has a holiday music voice. Exactly, exactly. Because I would say because he has that. Like we didn't really touch on it, but I would say he kind of is like has that modern day, almost like Frank Sinatra vibe, which was like he was famous for like the style of music called like croon, kind of, which is just okay. which is kind of like older. Like at the time that that was definitely like the pop music, I would say probably. Yeah, if I were to say it's something, but like a lot of the stuff that like Michael, like the way Michael Bublé sings is totally in that vibe. Like especially when he he sings um, "Feeling Good," is totally gives that vibe, but like a very stronger style of that, or like a couple other songs. But he has like that old school voice to him, and that old school. He was probably taught that way. That's why. Yeah, no, I agree with that. He definitely does have like the old school vibe, but not the old school vibe as in. Like, this is old and we don't listen to it anymore. It's like a hip old school vibe. That oh, totally. Sense. Totally. He does have, like, some modern style to him. Which is nice. Shout out Michael Bublé. Yeah, again. Representing. <laughs> Two podcasts in a row. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he really needs the shout out, you know? Obviously, he's struggling. <laughs> hey, no, right now he does it. It's December. This is his month. I was, I was joking. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> but... But yeah, well, well, I mean, who else that always gets? Uh, wait, I mean, like it's it's Mariah Carey, right? She always has. Oh, yeah. Every dude. every I, think I think on like November thirtieth, Grace was playing it already. 
wait the all i want for christmas is you yes yes exactly Dude, that is a classic of course but it gets very tiring when you hear it like multiple times in a row <laughs> oh 100 percent. but i feel like you know after you haven't listened to it for like 11 months when you hear it on the radio it's like hell yeah oh totally especially if you're a white a white girl um <laughs> no <laughs> but it's, it's it's a good song i mean off the top of my head i don't know I feel like Taylor Swift has probably made some like holiday music, but I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Like probably, she's ha- she's had to. I don't know. It's T Swift. It is T Swift. I mean, she was kind of like country pop for a while, so I mean, she must have Christmas. What about Ariana Grande? <laughs> I feel like I don't know what Ariana Grande's Christmas songs would be like. I'm, but I feel like they'd be like weirdly sensual. But no, now they would, but like before. Oh yeah, a little while ago they probably wouldn't have been. Yeah, I feel like she's kind of evolved, you know. Like before she used. To I feel like, like I know nowadays her music is like very horny. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's always been good though. I love Ariana Grande. She's amazing. All I'm trying to say is that uh, I've been rocking with Ariana Grande since the Victorious days. Oh I'm yeah, she used to play Cat. Cat Valentine. The best. That was her last Yo. name. I remember that. Jeez. Did you watch the show after Victorious? It was like, uh, oh, oh Sam and Cat. Yeah, <laughs> we said it at the same time. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, I think it had like one or two seasons. Yeah, I think it had. I think it had like one or two. Yeah, I think you're right. I watched like was, most of it. That was right when she was blown, or not? Well, like starting to blow up from music. Yeah, I'm pretty sure too. I think so. I, I, I loved. What... I loved learning that she put on a fake voice for that show. Because it, it was so, f- I've watched like a couple like bloopers or whatever where she'll go from like her cat voice to her normal voice. Because <laughs> she talks so yeah. high, she talks so high pitched as cat. She's like, hi. And then she starts talking and it's like, hey, <laughs> it's like very different. Yeah, like, yeah. No, Obviously, I'm exaggerating, but you know. Well, not really. Like, she really does have a high voice and like Victorious. And yeah. Stuff. And then when you hear her talk, it's, I want to say deep, but it has like a certain tone. You know what I mean? It's like smoky. That's always how I describe that voice. It's like, it, like it's smooth but like you know what i mean like it's not like it's rough or anything but like it's it's kind of like dirt like low yeah but not low as in like a dude i know what you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it, i wonder what it's low for not having an adam's apple you know what i mean like i guess yeah <laughs> I, don't I wonder know. what jeanette mccurdy's doing now she's a tiktok fan She's on TikTok now. Yeah, I saw I saw one, and then I didn't follow her because I like I don't I don't care. You're not you're not like Sam in real life. <laughs> <laughs> you're too normal in real life. Jeez. Sam was Sam was interesting. She was a fun character. Wait, did you watch uh, iCarly when you were little? Hell yes, iCarly's the best shit. <laughs> Dude, remember when Spencer Sam and Fred kissed? Yeah, I remember that. Th- that was that was Earth on the balcony. Shattering. God. I like okay. Weirdly, I think I saw that clip on TikTok recently, <laughs> and I'm like, "This is yeah. odd." I love that we just spawned this iCarly. Okay, but like, I gotta say, iCarly like spent Spencer carried that show so hard on his back. What? He was so good, Spencer. He was so funny. He was good. I want to say he carried though. I would say he did the best. Him and like T Bone. I love T Bone. Whenever we saw him, who the hell's T Bone? The guy that works at like the smoothie place, like with the dreads. Oh, he always like tried to put stuff on sticks. Like he put donuts the wrong way because they already have a hole. He put them like sideways, or maybe they were bagels. But and I Carly called him out, and he was like, "Get out of here, <laughs> dude!" Can we talk about how much of a simp that Freddie was for a long time? But then he saved Carly, and then she was like all about it. And he's like, "No, you just want me because I saved you." And then he stopped. <laughs> and then that was when he Damn. he actually had like character growth. It was a weird Fred bossed up. It was a weird it was a weird kid show. I always thought. Yo, I loved how uh it was good, Nickelodeon though. I love how Nickelodeon used like pairs as like the pair phones. Oh yeah, that was a great little silly parody. Was that because of Apple? Well, yeah, obviously. Well, I mean I didn't like I don't know. I was just Well yeah, know, Nick, come on. Apple, Apple's an old company. <laughs> well no, I like I don't know. Pair pods, pair phone. Sure. If they had been around they probably would have done pear pods instead of AirPods. <laughs> hey that's fire actually it's, it was a good show i like i always liked that carly and then like before that you can go to the the man that you ran into on the street fucking drink hey my pop. friend <laughs> ran into josh dude that was insane 
Oh, you know what? But like, he was so I'll funny on that show. I didn't watch Drake and Josh growing up. Oh man, dude, like, you like missed out. Dude, I knew Josh Peck from David Dobrik's vlogs. That's fair, though. That's, that's how I knew him. So when I saw him, like, yo, that's that dude from David Dobrik's vlog. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> that was such a different reaction. Like I, but like then, I did watch those, obviously, but then I was like, hey, it's the dude from Drake and Josh. <laughs> yo, but uh, not nah, so. I mean, what happened? I guess I'm just hanging out, right? And me and my friend were like studying or whatever, and he walks by, and I knew that he was here because I. I worked in the I worked on set like maybe a couple weeks back. Yeah. And one of the people I was working with said that he was shooting here. I was like, okay, cool. And so I see I see him walk by like in my peripherals and I knew it was him instantly. I was like, I know he's in Vancouver, like that's gotta be him, right? But like, it's kind so of weird, funny. yo. So I, I I let him walk by like yeah. who I'm the person I'm with. I nut like I nudge on her and I'm like, yo, that was Josh Peck. She's like, no, it wasn't. I'm like, dead ass. <laughs> She's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. She's like, why did you tell me? I'm like, okay, relax. I'm not trying to make a scene, right? <laughs> so he keeps walking. And like, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure, but I'm not 100%, right? Yeah. So he keeps walking. And like, these people stop him. They do like a, they like take a video or whatever. So we're like, okay, I'm, we're pretty sure that's him. And we go to check his Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he literally posted a story five seconds, like five seconds ago of him where we are. We're like, oh, Dude, that's so funny. Hopefully, he walked by us again. So, he did. And we said, what's up? But that's that was, awesome. I fanboyed. Not going to lie. That's fair. Hey, I would fanboy too, but, like, for a very different reason. <laughs> I just, like, I mean, okay, but, like, iCarly, like, she was on Drake and Josh as the little sister. Megan. Yeah, exactly. That's the shit. It's like, he's like, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> no, that was funny. Like, the people we ran into that took a video with them. Yeah. We were like, uh, Yo, what'd you say? They were like, uh, we asked them to say Megan. <laughs> got all happy. That's so good. I love that. But, but damn, you know, it's kind of crazy. Like when you think about it, being a celebrity, like you're walking around and you, you know, people are like looking at you, and then probably at the same time, you don't want to seem like egotistical, so you like don't yeah. think that people are looking at you, but like they are. I don't know, dude. I had like one celebrity experience from uh, I was in Montreal. I was at like the Comic Con there because my cousin was like, "Hey, let's go. They have it." this weekend and the week that I happened to be there, which is so weird. Like it was a, ra- it was a random thing. Like it wasn't planned at all. And me and my cousin go, and I think I'm like 15 at the time. And um, we're just like sitting like on the side, just like taking a break. Cause it's, it's a pretty big show floor. And we like looked around all day basically. And I see like somebody coming by with like his manager or whatever. And I don't think you'll know who they are, but they were on breaking bad. They played like Gus Fring on that. It was like Giancarlo Esposito. And I just like say his name and he's like, oh, it's Giancarlo Esposito. And he like looks at me and he's like, yes. <laughs> in like this very serious manner. And like he's in like a suit. And I'm like, why is he so intimidating? <laughs> he you just take though? No, no. Cause he was like, like when you're at Comic Con, you like usually have to pay for it. Oh, okay. Cause okay. like they charge for that stuff. I got a picture with uh, the guy that voiced Wolverine in. The show that I used to like love as a kid, like Wolverine and the X Men, that one. He's in the voice yeah. room before, but then I was like, I got a picture with him, and I was like, "Fuck yes!" I was like so weirdly starstruck. I did not think I was gonna be that starstruck. Yo, I have a question. Yeah. So check it out. What do you think is like the ideal way? So like, you see a celebrity like on the street or whatever. Like, what's the ideal way to like approach them and like ask for a photo? If you ask for a photo. If you ask for a photo, I would say I don't know. It's like hard to do without being like making it a bit of a thing because obviously you end up getting you stop on like if you're in the street or whatever i think if you're in the yeah. st- if you're like walking on the sidewalk and it's like kind of busy you give them like a nod or a wave and whatever they like that mm-hmm. they prefer that usually i've heard yeah but um i don't know i mean like if you're at something and like they're gonna be there then it's like normal i guess yeah kind of no like maybe they're, mean, like if they're like at a restaurant or something i would say don't go over while they're they're eating yeah let them finish or if they're um like even if they're in public like yeah go like like yeah or if they're like on the way out of the restaurant that's probably a decent time to do it Mm -hmm. no i agree or like you know if they're in a public setting like say you're at a park or something and they're with their family like i don't know you don't really want yeah yeah i wouldn't do that so i mean what happened with me is he was like walking by himself like towards us Mm -hmm. and i was like in my mind i'm like 
listen, people regret things that they don't do. Just send it, Nick, okay? Don't be weird. So <laughs> I'm like, hey, are you Josh Peck? He's like, yeah. I'm like, can I have a picture? <laughs> I was so literally in the voice of Seder right now. Yeah. I was like, I always, geeking. I always think about that shit when I'm like, there's a few times where I've like done something like that. Or not a celebrity, but I remember one time in high school, I was like, hey, did we go to summer camp together? And they just like were like, I don't know, maybe, and kept walking. And I was like, all, all right, Jesus. But no, he was he was super chill. And yeah. what I noticed... He seems like a nice guy. No, he's he's a beauty. But, like, the 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 guy you see on, like, David Dober's vlog is super animated, right? Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I talked to him for a long time. Just, like, the brief, like, uh, you know moment i had yeah when i asked for like my photo talking to him like it was josh peck like his personality and everything but he seemed kind of shy you know like he like stuttered a word or something but like it was it was him but like it was i don't know how to explain it like it was him but he just like super animated i mean he's not like a live entertainer right like he's like a film entertainer because he's an actor and he shows up on the vlog or whatever where he's just with like his friends so i can see it yeah totally being way different when you're with people but it was like the one i say different like it was him it just wasn't it was weird mm-hmm. it was like a less no I, I, i'm not saying like a less version of him but like, i guess like a more shy version of the josh peck you see on yeah, yeah. tv i get you which is i'm not trying to be like mean right hopefully i'm not coming off as mean no i don't think you are i don't think you are i think i think it, it's like that with like a lot of celebrities there's that actor um like you don't know who he is we've had this conversation multiple times but like dave batista used to be an act, a wrestler he that dude had serious stage fright so for a lot of his like wrestling promos he wore sunglasses because <laughs> you could see the fear in his eyes wait really yeah like he's this like he's like six foot four six foot five like probably like 250 280 pound dude but like pure muscle but he had like serious stage fright Hey, he still did it though. That's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, he was he was incredible. I think he was one of the best back in the day. And he's actually like really solid actor that nobody expected to be a solid actor. Did he act uh, after wrestling? Yeah, yeah. He he acts. I don't know how many things he's in now. He was in. I mean, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. He plays Drax. He he was a character in like the most recent Blade Runner movie. He's gonna be in the new Dune movie, which, like, Dune is based off of this, like, massive novel from, like, the 80s, I believe. Or, no, actually older than that. I think from, like, the 40s or 50s, now that I think about it. Yeah. The, no- the novel is from them, because I think they did the first movie in the 80s. Um, but, like, yeah, this this book is, like, a dictionary thick. It's, like, super big. <laughs> Are they splitting it up into, like, different movies? Or I, think, the I, think they're doing, I think they're doing two for the first book. There's like six or seven books. So, is it okay? Wait, the only big book I know, like off the top of my head, is like Narnia. How sure. would you compare it to a Narnia book? Oh, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of how big Narnia is. I feel like probably longer than Narnia because Narnia has like seven itself. Like The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is like the first one for that. I don't know. I wonder, I wonder what the comparison is for that because I got the audiobook for Dune and the audiobook is 24 hours. Wow. Like and like and I would compare that because I got an audiobook for something called like Norse mythology written by Neil Gaiman is only like eleven hours. So I'm like wondering, like Jesus, like I don't even know how long those would be. So how many pages? Dune. Nah, but Dune. That's kind of insane. Yeah. Four hundred twelve. Interesting. I thought it was super thick. But yo, but the, the point you brought up earlier about you know, say that the voice recording is twenty four hours. That really puts in per- into perspective, like, say if you read like an hour a day, like how long it actually takes you to like complete a book. Oh, totally. Or, like how much time you're actually spending like reading. I know. I have like I started reading the the Count of Monte Cristo a while ago, and like I read it very rarely because I find it so hard to like read after doing a bunch of school. Yeah. Um. But, like, it's a big one. It's, like, probably over a thousand pages. It's a really nice-looking book, and it's really interesting. But, um, like, that's a classic. That shit's from, like, the 1800s But that I'm reading. But um, the translated into English version, I'm not reading the fucking French one because I'm not that good at French anymore. Wee oui, wee. Oui. 
<laughs> no, but like, I don't know. It's, yeah, because it's hard. Because, like, I don't know, I'll spend like, I don't know, half hour to an hour when I read it. I don't get very far. There, Yo, but there's like a hundred plus chapters in that in the book that I'm reading that maybe like make it through a chapter a night. But especially now, right, when we're doing school and stuff, we don't have a lot of motivation to read. Like we're already reading a shit ton of like yeah, exactly. school material. So many like, during the textbooks, like fuck. Yeah, I feel like during, you know, like the breaks. Literally there's a reading break. Yeah. Okay, I mean, it's not for reading, but <laughs> those are I don't know. Those are it's easier to read during those breaks. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I agree. Like I'm probably gonna end up reading it a little bit more this winter break. Just because there's more reason to be inside. <laughs> the vid. Well, obviously. Well, yeah, that. And it's going to be probably, like, cold and rainy. Yo, apparently, uh, last year, never mind. Winter in the area, in our area, is supposed to be, like, December's supposed to be, like, kind of nice. But then January is just supposed to be nuts. Yeah, I think that's usually how it is, though. I always find that it gets way snowier in January and February, which is, like, cool to look at and everything. But, like, it's going to suck. But here's the thing, like. The snow we get sometimes it's like hit or miss. Like when it actually snows, it's nice, but most of the time we get like that the that slush, depressing slushy snow. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a nice winter. Hopefully. I'm, I mean, I'm always excited for Christmas, man. It's always a fun time. It's a good, it's a good time to just spend some time with your family, and you have like extra reason to spend time with your loved ones at home right now. Spends enough damn time with my family. Not kidding. I love your mom for listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Good. Yo, but dude, I don't know. I feel like this year, like, um, I mean, at least my family. I'm not saying this is the same for everybody. I'm actually curious to what you guys listening think. But I thought, I don't know. I'm just not as festive this year as I, I felt like I was in past years. I don't know. I feel like it's a good time to be festive because you just got to, like, look for some joy right now. I mean, in the sense of, uh, like, getting a tree, decorating it, then putting lights around the house. Mm. Say, yeah, we haven't say, done say, that like, yet. Like, in prior years, you know, when, like, I would come home from university, like, I came home, like, after my exams, I was like, hell yeah, let's get a, let's get a popping up in here, right? Put the <laughs> lights on. But this yeah. year, like, I'm at home, I'm like, man, I want to put the damn lights on, like, get my brother to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My dad likes doing it when he's done with work for a while. Yo, are you, are you guys having a? Do you guys have a fake tree or a real tree? I mean, oh, dude, we, have, have we have a fucking fake tree. We don't have it up, but we have a fake tree. Yo, this is our first year without a real tree. Oh yeah, yeah, crazy. And uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I just like we have fake tree. We've had a fake tree probably like for the past like fifteen more than that years. I think we've always had a fake tree. The same one. Yeah, yeah. I think it, or maybe two different ones. We've had this one for a while, though, and it's just always been good. Yo, that's dope. Well, like, it's but, also like a way, like, you save money. <laughs> it's... Yeah, no, 100%. Like, trees are low-key expensive. Well, I mean, the nice ones. Yeah. At least. Like a good one. But, you know, just the vibe of, like, getting a tree is cool. <laughs> I've, I've never known. Uh, we've never gotten a real one. And my grandparents, um, my grandparents' place, they they had not a real tree. They had like the silver one, which I thought was always interesting. They had like it was like a silver fake tree, like made out of like metal and like tinsel, basically. And metal. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. Did they keep it year round? Like, is it heavy? Uh, like it was just in storage. Like it's made out of parts. Like we would always put it together, and it had like blue ornaments always, and it like looked so visually cool, and it had this like really cool star on top. God, we obviously got rid of it a while ago, but. Yeah, that's kind of cool, though. It was cool. It was super cool. It, just, it was huge. <laughs> it was very wide. <laughs> you said your grandparents had it? Or yeah. You guys have grandparents it? at their place. Yeah, I mean, like, we used to always go to my grandparents for Christmas. Like, they've both since passed. But, um, you know, like, back in the day, I always loved going there. That was definitely a good time with, uh, I don't know, that was usually what we did. We would go there, or we would go to uh, my cousin's place. Because they live in a huge place. That's the one thing that I think will be a little different about Christmas this year. Is just the whole, like, uh, the gatherings, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not really sure. I mean, maybe, like, restrictions will come down before Christmas. But yeah, if it's how it is right now, 
I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be different. Yeah, I mean, I'm still seeing Grace on Christmas and stuff. Like, I'm gonna be there on Christmas Eve, and then she's coming to my place for Christmas dinner. But that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in the sense of like, if somebody was gonna get together with their whole family, I mean, they still might, right? But yeah, this year might be a little different. Totally. I don't. Yeah, because I don't know when the last time. But honestly, like, I don't know when the last time I had a big Christmas. Because like, I don't know. My grandfather's been dead for three years. We, my grandmother's been dead for like 11 and I don't know. We stopped going to my cousin's place. Like I want to say like five, six years ago, almost probably more than that. So we would usually just have Christmas with my grandfather anyways. And then after the past three years, it's just been me and my parents and my brother. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But uh, you know, when, when the Mike juniors come out, you know, you might be having that big, like, Oh God christmas gathering again that's not for like a little while bro (laughs) we're 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 not close to that season yet all right we're firmly in the birth control zone right now (laughs) all right (laughs) not moving out of it you know i'm I'm like married down the road you know like that type of thing i'm not i'm not thinking about that until down the road (laughs) No, no, I feel you. I didn't mean like right now. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. But um, yo, one thing wrong, I want would be dope, but <laughs> yeah, but yo, I mean, I, I kind of want to introduce the next topic, unless you want to, unless there's something else you want to talk about in the holidays. Sure. What What you going for? I was gonna talk about. I was gonna. I was gonna talk about uh, TikTok stars. Okay. And more specifically, I wanted to talk about like social media stars doing music. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the new wave. I mean, it's smart because they already have like a platform, right? Yeah. Like if you look at uh, if you look at social media stars, a lot of them, you know, don't have a traditional like singing voice or whatever. But because of the platform they have, and you know, since it's a lot of music nowadays, you could just write a beat. Like mm-hmm. their music, like it's they get a lot of uh, plays or views on the YouTube's or Spotify's, totally. and I think that's really captivating for uh, mainstream artists who want to. I don't want to say like clout chase, but you know, <laughs> get some not recognition, but you know, I think I think when when like a recognizable artist partners with somebody that's young and new it kind of helps both party like like or it's like somebody who's famous for another thing that's getting into it they get help from other people i think it also introduces a new audience to that pre-existing artist like dude that's exactly what i was trying to say like basically the artist co-signs the social media person and then the social media person it gives something out of Sorry, say that again. They both get something out of it, you know, like yeah. The the social media person gets to work with somebody who's been around the business and like understands it and like is but all like they both have that equal understanding of like having a big following and that type of thing. Yeah. So I I don't know. I think it's going to be cool and listen, like what what uh I texted Mike before this. Mhm. Yo, did you hear that new Dixie D'Amelio? <laughs> I listened to it just before we started a little bit. Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> it's okay. It's a little bit like very basic pop. <laughs> no, it definitely is for sure. But, you know, with like the mix of like Wiz Khalifa, who's like, <clears throat> you know, he's a good rapper. Like his part on the song was actually slapped. It was too short, but it's slapped. I mean, Wiz Khalifa is always really good, honestly. He's, he, he, I mean, he made that really good song with Charlie Puth for like the Fast and the Furious. Like it's been a long day since I've seen you, my friend, that one. Yeah, a sad one. <laughs> that was def- I think that's definitely his most successful song. Oh, probably because it's the most mainstream. Yeah, but I feel like Wiz has kind of made that transition from like he used to he used to be just all rap, and now he's kind of in like rap pop. And well, I think that's like because the- he's not actually like hood, you know, like he's not gangster, is he? Like he's not. He was back in the day. I guess I don't know. But was that like but, just uh, visual stuff, or was he like actually like? doing criminal activity well no i don't know anything about him actually doing criminal activity but i like i don't think but like his the way he came off was 
I don't think he's from the suburbs. Oh yeah, I have no idea actually. I'd be very curious. Like I, I think he grew up in poverty, but I won't speak on stuff I don't know. But like what I'm the main point I'm trying to say is like I feel like it gives artists like longevity transitioning into like pop. And I feel like mm-hmm. social media stars might be the new pop stars. Oh like kinda, yeah. I guess. I guess you're right. A little I mean I might not be, I just that's just a thought. Like, I, mean, I don't know about, like, pop stars necessarily, but they are definitely kind of, like, the younger generation's celebrities. Because, like, I think a lot more younger, like, kids, like, from that, like, I don't know, like, probably, like, 5 to 12 range are going to probably be able to name more TikTokers than they are going to be able to name, like, actors or something. Or maybe, I don't know, singers translate well, though, to young people, too. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like... uh you know, how do I say this? I mean, singers, if they're younger, they're probably going to be in the social media scene anyway. Like, look at Madison Beer. She's basically, like, an influencer. What does she do? She models, right? Like, that's her thing? Like, her actual Bro, job? she's a singer. She's a singer? Yeah. Oh, wait, you know what? I totally have heard some of her songs. She has a pretty decent voice. Right? But, like, the thing, you know her from social media, right? Yeah, I think I know her from David Dobrik's vlog. When he, like, turned so- her down. <laughs> Bro, imagine being David Dobrik. <laughs> you mean being yeah, ripped? Madison, you're sending for you and you turn her down. <laughs> God, dude, wait, did you did you see the roast of uh? You know, I saw this clip and one of his friends were like, uh, "Okay, uh, David, yeah, like, sorry, keep going." David, come out as gay already. Like, there's no way Madison Beer is not your type. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That was funny. Okay, actually, I did look it up just because I was curious about Wiz Khalifa. Um, he he was like a military brat, like because his both of his parents were in the military service, so like they traveled a ton. Oh, okay. So he did, he wasn't in like poverty. He probably lived decently, but I mean, just from the aesthetics of like the black and yellow music video, I just assumed. Yeah. Um, I mean, he probably just there was probably still a lot of hardships, obviously being like growing up. Uh, when did he, when was he born? He was born in '87, so yeah, he probably faced like tons of hardships growing up. Either way, just being a black, and I think his grandfather was Muslim, so yeah, in America that that was very not chill <laughs> back in the day. So I mean, I wouldn't like was Khalifa just because he he was featured on that Dixie song, but mm-hmm. she's also done songs with uh. Liam Payne from One Direction. Yeah, that was the Christmas one, right? Yeah. The naughty list as I started playing. I was like, what is this? I haven't heard it, I'll be honest. But she's getting like actual cosigns from established artists. To be fair, a lot of money probably going on there. Oh, 100%. I'd like, but, I would, I mean, I would do anything for like $5 million probably. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's a social media star, right? She has the followers. Like, obviously, she's probably got. Like they have money from mm-hmm. brand deals, whatever. Like they have money, and because they can have these actual artists on their songs, you know, it gives them credibility. I would think. Yeah, kind of. It gives them like, what's the word I was looking for? There's like a word for like not. I don't want to say like fake credibility, but it gives them like hollow credibility almost because it's not like for sure that they're good. It's just basically like somebody says it's like, hey, we're helping them out because it, it can be hollow, you know, because it could just be for a paycheck almost. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, with, with those people on her songs, she could actually get played on the radio, whereas if they weren't on her songs, like, she she wouldn't because she'd be, like, a social media, like, artist. Yeah, probably. You're probably right there. If that makes sense. No, I yeah, don't know. I, That's just me thinking out loud. No, I get what you mean there. I mean, like, she's not awful. She has a decent voice. I just don't, like, I, think, I just think her. she's very basic right now. Like, there's nothing that makes her stand out, which is probably going to work in her favor, though, <laughs> honestly. Well, I think that, you know, if she wasn't like an influencer already, she probably wouldn't make it as a singer. But since she's already an influencer, she could, yeah. she can make good music. Yo, like if you have a good beat and like not a not a horrible voice, like yeah. you can't, you can make good music. Oh, totally. I think there's something there. <laughs> but I don't know. I I think it'll be interesting what happens. I just think it's funny that fucking video I watched of her and Charlie being like rude about the chef's food when <laughs> James Charles was there. <laughs> Yo, but here I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not like a Demilio stand. No. But here's here's where I'll be like 
I like defend them a little bit. Sure. When did they start TikTok? Like a year ago? Probably. And Charlie D'Amelio was like 16. Like these people are like children and they've been thrust into the spotlight at such an early age. Oh, totally. But that's just a failure of their parents of them not being taught proper manners. <laughs> no, with the yo, with the chef, like, dude, they were doing that on purpose. I don't think I, I personally didn't think it was a big deal. I don't think it's like a, a huge deal. I just mean they were being pretty rude to little like kids, basically. Like Dixie's an adult. <laughs> okay, she's a year. She's a year. Like, how old is she? She's like our she age. Might be I think she's a year younger. Maybe, but... but Charlie's literally a kid. I mean, she's like sixty, but like still manners are pretty fucking important. <laughs> you know. I know, but you know, like I, I think it was just Charlie. It was, like, it was the joke right I think she just mentioned fucking chicken nuggets because she's a fucking child, but. <laughs> Which but never, but um I don't know the way Dixie acted always got me like I was like really even friggin James Charles who I'm not even like the hugest fan of was like calling him out and I was like yeah he's kind of right <laughs> I mean you said to me that they said something about like they gave her bad food on purpose or something and I'm like I mean whether they did or not doesn't matter the fact that they said it like later because of her the reaction to the way she acted is definitely just like some PR cover up to me. Well, that's what I heard. But, you know, I I don't think it's a big deal. Oh, no. It's not a reason to fucking, like, cancel them. They're just fucking rude. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. but The same thing. I don't. I don't know. You just should be. They should be more respectful is kind of the thing that I'm getting at. Because it's like. What? There are a lot of famous people that are assholes that still get away with it, obviously. I don't know. Like, even, like, James Corden. James Corden's apparently, like, a total cunt. <laughs> Really? Yeah, he was at like a movie theater apparently and like was on the phone and then was like, people were telling him to fucking stop talking or at least leave the theater and he was like, shut up, I'm famous basically and was having a phone call in a theater. Just being... Was it a bit? No, he was just being an asshole. <laughs> like genuinely. There's like lots of stories about weird interactions with him. I don't know. It's like him or like Ellen who finally is starting to get some hate because she's just a total piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I won't, I won't. I don't know these people personally, so I won't comment. But like, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you would, like. There's like so much about Ellen that it's like it can't be a lie. Is the issue <laughs> about her just being like awful backstage and like not good to her employees, or like even just like interactions in with like random people in the public. I guess. I just spent like a long time reading like lots of stories and it's like Jesus. Well, it's it's like it's one of those things. It's like uh Bill Cosby for the longest time, like the dad of America. When it's like, oh, he gets a couple allegations. Oh, he gets a couple more. Oh, he has fifty allegations against him for friggin' like rape. And it's like there's a certain point when it's like, yeah, it's definitely true that they're shitty. <laughs> well, I was gonna br- I was gonna bring this up do you think that you know i wouldn't like these celebrities like ellen bill cosby they come from a older hollywood mm-hmm. do you think that they're like bad like unpleasant or, or like bad people in real life because that's how old hollywood was like i don't know maybe like, no i don't think because there was good people in older hollywood in older hollywood like look at like marlon brando was a really he okay. Although Marlon Brando has like I don't know, like fifteen kids between like eight different women or something. He <laughs> or like six different women, I think it is. But um, he like fought for like tons of people's like rights and stuff. And he's older than both of these two. Like he's been dead for twenty years. He like boycotted the Oscars and stuff because they were racist for a long time. He had a Native American woman take his award. Uh, God, what's her name? Like, like long. Uh, fuck, what's I don't remember her name. Uh, I want to say like a little tree. When, yeah. but the Oscar, Sashi and Little Feather, that's her name. Jesus, she accepted the award because he was like boycotting the Oscars. I can't remember the specific reason off the top of my head. But I'm pretty sure it had to do with Native American rights in the states. Okay, so I, don't, I just like you know what I mean. I just mean like this is in like 1973. <laughs> so, well, well, 
Yeah. I mean, in general, obviously, old Hollywood was like kind of bad, and still Hollywood has its awfulness. Unless they, I mean, like, like the, I mean, like, I mean, like the top people specifically, like old Hollywood, like the top, like the head honchos. Mm-hmm. I like, I get that, but like, I don't know. Both Ellen and Cosby were both like actors when they first started a lot of stuff. Like Cosby obviously became huge, but he was even when he was starting to get like big with the Cosby Show. He was like the dad on TV. He was that's when he did most of his crimes. That yeah, was that's crazy. Like to like these young girls. <laughs> It was awful. Do you think that, like, I, I will say, Ellen Ellen's is a lot different than Cosby's in like actual content, but it's kind of the same concept. I would say that it was like they both had that power in a weird way, and I guess it went to both of their heads. Do you think that uh, it's a thing that will continue that people growing up now, when they become older and in th- are in those powerful positions, like? they'll be like that too or that is a new age coming and that people will be more i think i think it's it's such a slow process because it's hard to get that idea out of people's heads when you like run into it all the time because like as much as like being a student of like marketing business the way that business used to like or used to be talked about is that it used to be super cutthroat and it was like you had to be an asshole to get to the top nowadays you have to be at least pretend to be nice, but be an asshole behind the scenes half the time to do really well. Mm-hmm. It's because you like, no, I like, honestly, like as much as like, cause I am, I'm never going to be an asshole when it comes to business or whatever. But I mean, like I, I can see myself getting fucked over if I'm too nice all the time. Cause yeah. it's, it's a lie. It's a lie that people in business and marketing tell each other that it's like, Oh, everybody's friends now. It's like, no, everybody pretends to be friends. <laughs> Yeah. Like, everybody's quote-unquote cool with each other. Exactly. Like, and then it's probably not even true. It's just for... Uh, it's, it's Yeah, it's just for visuals, individual. you know, like, for optics, basically. Yeah. So people see you as this, like, good person, which is super annoying, because, <laughs> like, you might... Because people might think you're being a liar if you're actually being truthful now, too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing that has been created because of the way things like really used to be so it's like i think over time we can change that for sure that power dynamic between business and and in people like and especially in like hollywood or whatever but like i mean obviously at the end of the day hollywood was or is a business so that's why those people like those top producers and shit were so manipulative and awful like the guys that like the guys at the head of fox friggin uh winehouse winehouse i think his name is the guy that's like in prison Weinstein. Weinstein. Thank you. I was like, "What the fuck is his name?" Yeah, and like, I was gonna bring him up too. Like, just that. I mean, what? Like, what he did, like what Bill Cosby did, like that's fucked. Yeah, no, they, those two are like criminal pieces of shit. But I meant more of the just like attitude, kind of towards like, like there's no way that's gonna happen in the future. Like no, with social media and me too, there's no way that's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna be a little like everybody's. Like, yeah, obviously, I think that's one of the better things about social media and stuff is that everybody's a little bit more accountable. Yeah. Like, I don't think um, the way that Facebook started couldn't happen today, I don't think, because the way that Facebook started was that it was like a rate hot or not people at Harvard and then became a social network. Yeah. Uh Name of the movie that they did. But (laughs) um, it's such a different thing back then because like like that was kind of rooted in sexism because it was for like because it was made by dudes like four dudes obviously which was just of the time which i don't like whatever you can't change history but um i don't know i like and also like i don't think somebody like uh fucking what's his face zuckerberg like that guy is a cutthroat piece of shit (laughs) Is he? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he cut off his the guy that he started the company with. I mean, I, I don't know. That's what, like, I mean, that's, like, not basically the what the whole movie's about, that he was, like, probably why he doesn't like the movie very much, because it does show him as such an asshole. That's fair. Was he part of the, like, part of making it? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like, there, there was, he, it was, like, his roommate and, like, his good friend. And he, like, completely... No, like, was... Oh, sorry. Zuckerberg, like, kind of started it completely, more or less. No, no, like, was Mark Zuckerberg, like, part of the, like... Did he help make the movie or whatever? Like, did he put his input into it? Probably not while they were making it. 
It's probably done until like after. It's, I feel like that's such a hard movie to make when people are like still alive. Yeah. And plus, like, I feel like it'd be kind of hard to tell the whole story, like, from a neutral point mm-hmm. of view. Like, you know, if Mark's involved, he's obviously going to make himself look like the big dog. Yeah. Or if, like, there's some person that, like, got fucked over by Mark, like, he make try to make Mark look bad. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know, you have, like, asshole billionaires like Jeff Bezos, who owns uh, Amazon. But then you also have, like, really good billionaires like um, Bill Gates, obviously, who does put a lot of money towards a lot of good causes. But... Bill Gates' money came from ru- being a ruthless businessman. Like, he's famously ruthless. Like, he took no shit back in the day. Dude, all the big dogs were. Like, th- Steve Jobs was ruthless. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, they were all ruthless. Steve Jobs is at least, like, dead, so whatever. But <laughs> it's such a – I mean, he was amazing mind. I li- Like, guy's super interesting, but he's probably, like, an asshole if you met him. <laughs> I just mean, like, I don't know. And Bezos is literally evil. The man that owned his Amazon, <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like, I think if you're a if you're a billionaire, you have failed morally. Because I won't say that. Oh, I, yeah. I... As a, if you're a billionaire, you have failed morally because you don't need a billion dollars to survive or to live well. Like, think about. Well, that's not why people make a get a billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it is. No, we don't make a billion dollars so you could live well. No, at the end of the day, you, well, no. At the end of the day, they make money because they want to make the most money. Yeah. <laughs> Which but... is still a pretty selfish thing. Nah. Yeah, I disagree with definitely. That. Well, think about, well, Nick, think about like a million dollars versus a billion dollars. Well, you're basically telling somebody not to work. Like, you got like $5 million. That's enough. Why not make more? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you don't need to be a billionaire. <laughs> Because you can help people with a lot of that money and not use it on yourself. I know, but I mean, I don't see a pro- like. Why not? What do you mean? Why not? What do you mean? Why should you? Why should you? Is more the question. Yeah, but why? But why not? Because you can help more people. Like that's the point. You don't need this money. That's the whole. That's the issue with capitalism, right? I don't know. I think. Listen, if you have an idea and you think you could capitalize on it and make lots of money then go for it that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying don't do that like i wouldn't suggest stopping i'm not saying stopping either because like you can continue to make money but still not be a billionaire you know what i mean because you can put those billions of dollars towards other things like again jeff bezos has money to cover world hunger three times over (laughs) well Mike, his money's in stock. Not all of it. I know, but most of it. No, but as a CEO, you still get an income. I wouldn't say all, but I wouldn't say most of it at all. I would say he has two hundred billion dollars. I would say a lot of it's in. A lot of it is in assets, obviously, but like he definitely does have billions of dollars just to himself. I mean, I I would say agree to disagree. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think it's time for Mike's good news. <laughs> Just to end off the episode. Let's hear it. With uh, people using their platform for good, you know, it's kind of been a bit of a theme this episode. But uh, in the States, there's like, uh, I believe she's in the New York Senate, uh, AOC or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She is probably, I think, one of the youngest senators, and uh, I think it's a, I think she's a senator. Um, but she did an Among Us stream on Twitch, and it raised over two hundred thousand dollars for you know like eviction defense, for food, uh, for like feeding people in America and that type of thing. And she partnered with <laughs> Canada's very own Jagmeet Singh, leader of the NDP. Oh, word? Yeah, yeah. they did a little stream of a video game together and uh, raised some money for a few good causes. And I think that's just a nice way to use both their platform and, I don't know, like speak to like the slightly younger generation instead of going after like all the old people. No, that's dope for sure. And I feel like most of their audience is, you know, younger too. Mm-hmm. Well, in this way, they also get um, kids looking at some of these issues and stuff like that. Um, 
because like you know kids watch videos on youtube and on twitch and that type of thing especially if they like games yeah and especially with among us being such a huge thing right now imagine if they play fall guys or something like that I feel like among, <laughs> us, among us is kind of better were they talking though yeah, yeah yeah they were they had like a big voice call thing they, there was a few like other like big name video game streamer people i don't remember them off the top of my head but yeah, uh, I feel like that's kind of a weird like collab. Oh, it was yeah. Well, it's the second time she's done it. AOC, she did it a few times, like one more, one other time, like about a month ago or whatever. And she was like easily had the most watched stream that day. It was like two hundred thousand people were watching live. Politics and like yeah, content creation. Well, yeah. that's kind of when she did it originally. It was to like get people to go out and vote. Essentially, was the point the original stream, and then this time it was just to raise money for a good cause. That's dope. I know. I think it's awesome. Is she gonna keep doing it? Um, she might. Apparently, she plays like video games on your, in her own time, so it's not just like for visuals. Like she has apparently like a lot of knowledge about this like one game that honestly I don't know much about, but like I've heard about it a lot. It's called like League of Legends. Apparently, oh, okay, that's a big game, right? It's pretty huge, especially in like South Korea. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool, and cause, you know, because she is younger. Of course, she's going to like things that uh, the more like millennial generation would like just growing up in this time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's a really good use of her platform, though, for sure. She, uh, I think she like joked, like, because, you know, in Among Us, you die and there's like a ghost chat or whatever. Yeah. She was like talking about unionizing as ghosts and stuff. She was like using it as an opportunity to like teach things, I think. It was smart. That's it. She seems like, I don't know, who knows? Maybe in like 10 years, she'll be like a presidential nominee. She might. I mean, she definitely has, like, popularity among younger people. Yeah, exactly. And, like, when younger people get older, they might... That'd probably be a really smart choice for the Democratics, <laughs> you know? That's what I'm saying. Um, all right. Well, I think that brings us to a close for this episode. Uh, this has been No Promises Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at No Promises Podcast. This has been Mike and Nick. 